It's Wednesday, it's 9pm and it can mean only one thing. It's the Heed Army Podcast Live, the only 100% dedicated radio show to Gateshead Football Club. By the fans, for the fans. So we want you to get fully involved. Simply message us via Twitter at Heed underscore Army. That's at Heed underscore Army. And of course you can do it via the Spreaker app or website what you are listening to us on now. You can do it by simply registering with your Facebook account, search for Heat Army, follow us, and when we are broadcasting live, there'll be a little speech bubble appears and you can talk to us throughout the show. And if you're a new fan or an old fan, please, please, please just contact us. It doesn't matter what you want to talk about, as long as it's Gated Football Club, whether you want to find out something new or inquire about something old that you've forgotten about, this is the place to do it. And one last thing, if you are listening live, why not share us with all of your friends while we are broadcasting? We want to reach everybody in Tyneside and around the world. If you're an expat, or if you just live around the corner from Gated Stadium, come on, share this podcast. Let's get everybody talking about the best team on Tyneside. Well, the best team in our eyes. Welcome back to the Heed Army podcast. It is a new year. Uh, it's still the same season, sadly. Um, I say, well, be, sorry for last week. Um, I was unfortunately taken into hospital, so the return from the festive break was delayed by a week. And um, well, not much happened in that week. Uh, game called off. <laughs> two, two games called off. It's um, you know probably not the best time to come back, but still lots to talk about. Um, I think. Probably the thing that's worrying everybody is that we're sitting 18th in the league, just uh, three places above the relegation zone, and our form reads draw, 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 loss. Um, you can't sugarcoat it and say we've only lost once in five games, but you know we're not finishing teams off. Arguably, we should have maybe won three, maybe even four of those games, um, but for whatever reason, Gator cannot hold on to a lead. And, you know, that's something to talk about tonight. Um, but, as I say, at the same time, just looking at the league table, before we get deep into everything, we win our, well, we've got uh, three games in hand on most of the teams above us. You win them, you're on 41 points, you're in 11th, and you're only, what, four points off the playoffs. So, on the flip side, three wins and you're laughing. Can we find them three wins at the moment? That's the that's that's the question. Um also as well, attendances, uh, nosedived at the week, uh, well, the last home game. Um, you know, it's it's depressing. It really is. But um, as I say, there's still a lot of football to be played this season. And we want to hear from you all uh, throughout the show. So let us know uh, what you think is going to happen. Also as well, a couple of transfers today out. Uh, we've um, had uh, Callum Williams, who's been a good little servant of the club, I thought, this season on loan from Newcastle United. To be honest, he reminded me, maybe not of um, Tavernier, but he looked better of a lot of the um, 
Newcastle Lewinies that we've had, and also Monk Tinkler has returned to Middlesbrough as well. So thank thank them for the service. Uh, we've got some kind of Robbie. performance. Robbie and Mark Tinkler was the one that played for Darlington, wasn't it? Yeah. There we go. You see, uh, maybe maybe Tinkler didn't give the biggest impression. That's why I probably got his name wrong. But um, yeah, but there's a see you. Anyway, you heard a voice there. Uh, Simon Lowry joins us tonight. Hello, Simon. Good evening, dear, and uh, everybody out there. Yes, Happy New Year to everybody as well. Well, um, let's just, well, see, we'll, let's start where we are. We're 18th at the moment. Um, it's been a gradual slide down the league because it is quite a tight league, as we mentioned, just a couple, a couple of w- win the games in hand and you fly up the league. But it's holding on to, when we're in front, it's holding on to them leads. It's one of them uh, where we'll have a bit of a false dawn again, like we did last season when we'll be dagging them 5 0 and woohoo, we're going to, well, what a side we'll look. And then we just nose dived a little bit and then we had the maiden head game where a few lads were down there. They'll, they'll tell you we were absolutely superb. And ever since then, have we won a game since then? I don't think we have. And uh, a lot of draws, like you say, a lot of. Um, Poor performs especially at home, which is why probably why the crowds are down. You know, I, 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 see the, the Hartlepool game um, on Boxing Day was a great advertisement for the league. Okay for us, concentration let us down the last ten minutes, and we we, we threw away a game we should have won. Um, you know, Hartlepool, in fairness, had one shot in the whole game, and and you know, and got an equaliser. The penalty wasn't a penalty; it was that was atrocious when you seen the replays. Um, when I was doing the commentary for that game. I, I didn't even see it, and I was just you know I just, I just seen him fall over as shown in the replay. Um, so you know Hartlepool, obviously we've got some things to talk about them as well. Unfortunate news for Hartlepool United, but you know a game we should have won and won comfortably against ten men as well. Definitely, I mean like you say the pe- well, being dead on lucky with penalties of Sutton away, uh, Maidstone away when um, Vassell was sent off. It was never a penalty. It was yeah. Never sending off either. So. We've had a bit of bad luck, but that happens in football, you know. Yeah. You, you, you had, I mean, Danny Johnson missed a good chance at the end. Mm-hmm. We should have got something, as in the away game, where we were a lot better second half, yeah. but we didn't take our chances. I mean, well, that's, as I say, I mentioned laps and concentration and seeing us uh, get the, equal, uh, the late equaliser, uh, concede the late equaliser, should I say, against Hartlepool United. But we're not scoring goals up front either. No, no, that's always a worry. Um, I don't know who our top goal scorer is. It's still own goal. I'm not too sure, but no one's hit double figures yet. No, but we were talking before we came on air, and I said, which if you had to pick, you know, if we start with one striker up front, who would be the first name you pick? And we both said the same person at the same time. Mm-hmm. Pennicott. The ball's sticking to him like glue at the moment. Yeah. If only he was getting, you know, one or two balls in the back of the net, you know. We wouldn't even be talking maybe <laughs> down the dumps as we are at the moment. Um, it, it, it's just one of those things, isn't it? If we can get a striker just to get a little bit of form, put it in the back of the net. Well, that, that's certainly where we need it. Strengthen our can all see that. You don't have to be a football ge- genius to realise that uh, there's not a lot of goals up there. You'll um, Scott uh, Scott Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Burrow will give you everything. He'll give you all. But he's not. A, he's like uh, Emil Heskey, isn't he? He's not going to get you goals. So. Uh, you may get your four or five. Mm-hmm. Or who's the other straight? The other straight we had Mulligan, but like Gary Mulligan, you know, who, yeah, who, who could he'll, work he'll put, hard, put the work rate in, bring people in around John him. Shaw, and, and there's not many John Shaw's not there. No, but uh, 
that's what you need. You need someone who's going to get your goal. Someone that lifts uh-huh. the whole club. And one signing would lift the mm-hmm. whole club. Uh, and it, it's worrying that there isn't anyone on the horizon. Also, as well, um, I, I, no, we're not the single out any players because obviously we haven't signed anybody and we don't know if anyone's going to be coming in. Fingers crossed there is, but we'll find out. But, but midfield, we need somebody as well. I think centre mid, that just put his foot on the ball and slow it down a little bit because sometimes it's a hot potato. Like, I mean, it, it's. You know, we can go through all of the the, the football and cliches about you know just take your time on the ball and or the, the deep line midfield player. But you know, I know you're a fan of him. I, I'm not a not a fan of him. But Russell Penn sometimes gets a little bit overexcited and forgets that he isn't 19 and tries to overrun the ball. And that, I mean, against um, I can't remember which team it was just before Christmas that happened in one of the games and he got subbed. I think maybe mean Hartlepool, the Hartlepool game when he got to, he, he overran the ball and with Hartlepool had a half chance but that came through the mistake from centre midfield and we seem to be having too many of them putting pressure on our own defence. But for me we seem to be again missing out the midfield pumping it high mm-hmm. to Jordan Burrow who doesn't who who and when he's fair share but you know then there's no one around him, no one near him. So if you're gonna win them flick ons you've got to be somebody's gonna be on his toes, ready for it. Like you know yeah. Danny Johnson hasn't hit the heights that it, that we know he can this season. He's been pretty Poorer times. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big fan, you know. I yeah, am. I am. And uh, but he hasn't hit the heights this season. Um, well, you, you can you can only give praise where praise is due. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think all any any professional footballer knows that you've got to take the the rough with the smooth. Well, as long as it's fair criticism, that course, is. You know, we're yeah, not we're not yeah. just going to sit here and slag players off. Mm-hmm. But just for whatever reason, when he gets into the final third, when he used to look dangerous. It just, just just isn't happening for him. You just hope that comes back because there is something there from him. He, he hasn't. There's no doubt he's improved from when he first came to the club from Cardiff. Mm-hmm. He, he he didn't have. Uh, he wasn't very good at holding the ball up. He's better than that now. He didn't use his right foot. Yeah. Much. He wasn't that good in the air. Um, it did make me wonder what Cardiff I, saw in him. But I, I, first, also, but in, well, the, in, I, in the twelve well, months, he really yeah. he really did improve. You know. So you know, it's, it's say, but we want to hear from you um, on that front as well. Also, as well, have you heard any rumours about transfer signings? Has anyone come in? We know we've seen players leave. We know one player has come back to the club. I've seen a tweet today. I don't know if he's coming back into the team or if he might be loaned out again. But Niall Bell has been has returned from Chester. Uh, I've seen on from the Chester mm-hmm. account they tweeted. So there's another striking option that's come back into the club. Whether whether or not we, we say anything from Niall. Well, I mean. Uh, whatever happened with Niall beforehand, he's back and it's a different manager. And, let, and I'm sure Steve Watson's the type of guy that give this kid a look at him. He, he he didn't have the best of times the end of last season, and by what what we can see from afar, he hasn't set the world like a Chester because they've had a pretty poor season. So let's see what he can do here. It's all about him at the end of the day. Um, he's got he's got something there. Mm-hmm. It's all about attitude for me when it comes to Nail Bell. If he, if he wants it, but if I was talking to Nail Bell now, um, there's not much fun playing Northern League football or whatever, where he lives, sort of Northern counties yeah. or whatever, and working for a level when you've got, you know, you've got a talent, use it. Because yeah. you, you know, <laughs> look, mom, there's another kid, Nail, who's absolutely blew his career, Nail Ranger, you yeah. know, so. Let's say you can only get so many chances, but uh, we want to hear from you. Get in contact with us. Um, as I say, it's, you know, it's a little bit doom and gloom at the moment. Hopefully, we can go forward. Um, we know there's been lots of uh, comments online, and um, 
obviously we'll speak the same before we came on there. He just want to address uh, any of the silly comments that's been on about a new ground will pump things forward. But let's put things on the put the cards on the table and look at it properly, right? Crowds aren't great. We'll talk about you know obviously the Gated Souls been doing some great things. Away travels picked up bit of interest there the Hartlepool games we'll talk about that because you know the home gate yes fantastic credit the Hartlepool fans that game but there was over a thousand in the home end now why can't we tr- get them back because that was a good game that it's a good game you know I know good we advert. didn't win good it was a good game good it was a good advert um, you know so a, a lot of, a lot of comments people can say what they want we'll read out the, the things but when people say we need the new ground we need the new ground. Ground will do it. Ground will do it. If you were an owner of a football club where the crowds were, let's say, not consistent, would you go and say, hang on a second, I've got X amount of millions and the, the, the years of effort and tedious meetings and, and ground samples and all, all these things that go into just getting the ground that you, you don't think of that would be think, would you seriously do that? No. Ask yourself that question. Then, right, once you've asked that question, you go, right... That's it. You know, common sense prevails. So it's about the here and now and what can be done. But, um, well, as I say, we did mention about, I did the commentary on uh, Boxing Day. This is the highlights from that. Want your messages to come in. When we come back, we're going to get full and more into the debate. And uh, as I say, send your messages in. Well, here comes the penalty. Donnelly goes forward, hits it, and straight into the left-hand side. Dan Hanford went the right way, just unfortunately not. But Hartlepool won it up when arguably you would say they weren't really in the game. Um, let's see. <laughs> yep, well, Gated find themselves 1-0 down, and, well, not what Gated would have wanted after the way they started the game. He rolls the ball out to Russell Penn, who brings the ball forward. Finds Pennicott, who turns. He sees Danny Johnson on the overlap. He decides to bring the ball forward. He's beat his man. Can he cross it into the box? He can. He's found Danny Johnson, who shoots just past the post. Fantastic stuff from Pennicott there. Took his time, picked out his man. But unfortunately, Danny Johnson just put it past the post. Hartlepool, just, just an absolute wall of blue shirts. Crossed in by Tinkler. And... Um, Number 23 that was, that was uh, Lewis Lang, cleared it, but Scott Barrow and O'Gator have got a corner right here in the dying moments of the first half. Well, I think whatever happens here in the first half, I think we know the second half is going to be quite exciting. Gator with a man advantage, goal down, they're going to have to go for it. And Luke Hammond has come over here to take the, throw in, uh, the corner here on the near corner flag. Taken short. Find Scott Barrow who shoots from distance and it's in! What a goal! Scott Barrow from 20 yards straight in the back of the net. Goalkeeper didn't have a chance. Gated 1-1. Remember you can tweet us at heed underscore army and let us know where you're listening from. Luke Hannant in the far corner. Another short corner to Barrow. Gator fans are shooting, shoot, and he has. And it's in! Scott Barrow with an exact replica of the equaliser. It's 2-1 Gator. What a goal as he runs in front of the Tynan Weir stand. 
and Hartlepool must be kicking themselves because they fell for the same trick twice. Absolutely. And as I say, Gateshead fans are an absolute <laughs> Well, you can hear, it's unreal here in the Tynham Weir stand. And Gateshead, 2-1, Scott Barrow from corners twice. Luke Hannant, Hartlepool, what are you thinking? That is disgraceful. Awful defending, but I'm not going to complain. Gated to Hartlepool United run. Defending Rodney throws the ball through Michael Woods and it's an equaliser. 2 2. Well, that was Gated switching off. Absolutely. Um, so, game on. It's 2 2. 72 minutes gone. Um, I see Devante Young put the ball through to Michael Wood, Woods and um, he just slotted it in there and the Hartlepool fans have come alive. I think that's it. It's, it's game. Well, that was the commentary that we provided for you on Boxing Day. As I say, it was a great game. And I must say thank you to everyone that listened in. All the, all the kind comments as well. We, we don't do it for praise. Um, but as I say, um, I was just talking to Simon off air there. Uh, when we did the commentary, uh, BBC uh, Teesside were next to us. And their stream went down four times. And I thought, well, the little old podcast just ploughed on through. Ploughed on through. But it just shows it didn't happen to anyone. But... Um, yeah, as I say, we'll endeavour to do a few more this season, um, but it's more about getting people to the game. You know, we'll, we'll, it'll be pointless doing it on Saturday. We'll think it'll probably be quite a low gate, unfortunately. We don't want to give people more of an excuse to stay away, do we? No, no. You know, but um, yeah, as I say, a big thank you to everyone that uh, got into that. And we've got a message on the chat facility, Scott Langley's, but when are the signings announced? Uh, Simon? Well, I've got something to tell you, Scott. Uh, if you tune in next, no, um, unfortunately. Um, I think there's something that was said that um, Steve's Watson, Steve, personal friend of me, Steve's looking at players. It's just getting the go ahead. It's not not always easy. everyone's after players this time here, so it's not always easy yeah. to bring people in. And uh, you wanted you wanted to be the right people as well because we don't want to make the same mistakes of bringing in uh, people who aren't as good as we've got in the squad. Or it's, it's a pointless exercise. It is, and you're just throwing money away uh, in doing that. Um, well, we were going to try and have Ross with us, uh, obviously friend of the show, Ross Black, um, who's running the Gated Soul, um, and we travels with James Robinson, who we're going to tip what happened to, they did a fantastic job, and Brilliant, very, good. very close to getting a bus full for Chester as well, mm-hmm. which is good, um, so hopefully that will translate to get more people coming along the home games and, you know, getting an atmosphere, getting people talking about, uh, you know, going to get heed games. Um, but he's put um, just put things forward. Uh, he's put uh, we put things forward at the club of ideas and match the experiences, potential help with getting the word out in the town and using different techniques, ideas on publicising the club further. Also mentioned about creating an identity where with extra stuff such as fan engagement uh, and asked about walkout music and um, I was still waiting on replies. Uh, so that was, he said the last he heard was on the 29th of November. So hopefully things will move forward from there since we've had the, the Christmas break. Um, but that's what's happening with the Gated Soul at the moment and hopefully that can um, move forward as well the way it has. I mean, it's only just started, but you know, if you look at what, I know, obviously I think we all want the home gates 
better, but if we're getting interest in, you know... I mean, uh, team they, they, took, they took a bus to Solihull, they took a bus to Hartlepool, and the atmosphere at both Solihull and Hartlepool were fantastic, but, I mean, uh, I think Steve Watson mentioned it in, in, in press about the the crowd that was at Solihull, how noisy they were, and all come from all that, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, anyone that was at um, Hartlepool, and there was no way there was 356 gates again. Uh, fans there had absolutely no way that that end was on well I would say six to seven hundred easy yeah it, it was double what well, that, that, see, I, I wasn't able to get to that game but I listened to the BBC T's coverage which was great and um, all you could hear was the gated fans yeah. in it. You know, I mean I know we were pushing in the second half mm-hmm. but you only heard the odd oohs and ahs for Hartlepool's attacks and stuff but all you could hear was gated fans singing which was great you know um but one thing, is, I was actually talking to the, the lads from BBC T-Side and they were really good to talk to, but I said to them what my fear was, um, and it came to fruition before the game, I said that this is going to be an absolute fantastic advertisement for both clubs, which it was, great way of following, we had a good home crowd there, good game of football, it had everything for the neutral if you were going to come along, or potential new fan, whatever, for, for either side. No local TV cameras. I know it's Boxing mm. Day. But that was, you know, if you could have shown that on the news, give it a bit more coverage because Newcastle weren't playing. To be fair, uh, I did see the goals on, I think it was um, Tyne Tees. I did see the but, goals. But the, the they games. could have had a camera there panning about from, because yeah. it was only, it would have been our footage that was sent there. Yeah, right. You know, okay. So, it, you know, why couldn't I have a little report saying, look at all these Hartlepool fans that's come, look at this gate, listen to the atmosphere. To be fair, I didn't say anything about um, the away game, but I mean, I, mean yeah. I just didn't catch the news, but uh, I certainly saw that was... Uh, that was uh, something uh, surprising. They didn't have uh, any commentary. Yeah. But if anyone who, who who does fancy going to away games has never been to a case of away game before, you'd be made very welcome by the, the lads who run the buses. They're a pretty good yeah. bunch. And, and we're all, you know, we're all a family. We like to say we are family, whether he'd not. And they're always, uh, I think, on Saturday, they're, um, they're taking names, James and... Uh, Ross, if he's feeling better, he'll be taking names on Saturday. They're, well, all, they're always in the Mick Thornton suite. Or ask around, and you'll find someone who who will uh, put you forward and get you get you on the bus. You know. Well, at the moment, uh, there's an update that was put on today about Chester away. There's a 24 seater on. It's 26 pound ahead. There's only three spaces left, which is fantastic. Um, that, that doesn't mean they can't get a bigger bus. Or, exactly. If, if there's more interest, they can get a bigger bus. Twenty more names. Yeah. That'd be great. You know? So I mean, Chester's a great day out, and all anyone who's never been to Chester before, it's a great day, and it's a six pointer. Let's be fair. We're near that bottom, and uh, you know, a good result like we did last season. We won TV last season at Chester. Mm-hmm. If we get a good result out there, then you're starting looking up in the league, and you're looking behind it at the minute. We're looking yeah. over our shoulders at uh, the teams behind us. You know? Well, as I say. See the league table is probably something that is probably going to be a nice little uh, faded memory, should I say, on Saturday because it is the FA Trophy. Mm-hmm. Um, some big teams have won out. Some big I mean, teams have won out. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, we're old school, Dave. So the FA Trophy getting in the first round was a big deal ten years mm-hmm. ago. So, yeah. so getting, I'm always, I'm, I'm really against people who say, "Oh, it's a tin pot cup." It's a, it's a tin pot cup that gets you to Wembley. Um, I've been following it. 25 years now I've watched with Wembley it's a great, one of the greatest days of my life and I'd say the second time it'd be brilliant Yeah, and I'd, I'd enjoy it more the second time if it was yeah. a cup final um, yeah. but yeah as I say it's something that we've got to go for and, and it's something that we've got to push on social media as well um, so, I mean it was a big lift for the town getting to the final uh, of the playoffs 
it was a big lift for the town. Everyone was talking about. Unfortunately, it. the club didn't build on it. Unfortunately, we didn't. You know, we didn't. Um, crowds were up that sort that season. It just. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, a lot of people have a go at Gary Mills for what he did wrong. Mm-hmm. I think injuries, injuries I, killed I, us that I, season. I, 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 don't, I think it was more off the pitch. Off the, I think yeah. without without having a go at anyone that was involved at the club at the time, I think if we had had someone like Dominic on the social media team yeah, then yeah, then very true, very true. I think it would have lifted it to a different level. I think we were we had the bare minimum round about that time. It was the odd update. Yeah. You know, get your season ticket, that's it. And yeah. the, our social media game at Gator Football Club was was non existent really. No, no, Tom's done a great job yeah, in, that, in that and, department. And, yeah. and you talk about a day when so went viral today at Gator Football Club with Soccer AM retweeting um they had an indoor training session at the stadium today. And Luke oh, Hannon did a, a volley uh, and me, scored me. a basket, you know, and so the amazing techers. And about four or five hours ago, I think that had had um, nine thousand views alone on the um, Soccer EM tweet that mm. they copied the video and put it back out. Not as well as what was on the Gated one. So Gated Football Club today, even though I haven't played, yeah, yeah. Has reached a massive audience. Yeah, already. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, well done to Luke Hannett, but me, but he do that ten times every every lunchtime. Well, so that's where they're packing up the boat. That, that's that's where they picked up the techers, yeah, though, isn't it? Learned it from the best. But yeah. you know, so well done to obviously Hannon for the, the the cross, but also as well uh, to be being put on social media. Well, uh, yeah. So it you know it's really pushed it. But you can't tweet us. It's been very quiet, Gated fans. Come on, how are we? Yeah. Get it, get involved. Andy Mason, come on, Andy. I know. There's, there's <coughs> a few missing tonight. Where are you? Um, one thing that was mentioned, uh, obviously, um, the last home game we played uh, Sutton United, and uh, the crowd was quite poor. It was FA Cup weekend. Um, a lot of posts, people were putting facts or their their version of the facts. Maybe quite true. Can't dis- can't disprove them. The annoying thing for a Gated fan. Is we know that the league sets the standards, uh, sets the prices for our league uh, admittance, and I think we are one of the lowest in the league, if not the lowest. We're we're at the bare minimum what the league will allow. I think we're the lowest seated. Lowest seated, yeah, seated. Yeah, seated. Now, you know, I know, you know, I, I've got no problem with Newcastle United that can go and do what they want. It's great, you know, success to any local football team. That's you know, that, that that's just the way I think and the way I feel. But when a Premier League club that gets hundreds, I mean, we're talking close to probably half a billion over a season with sponsorship and things like that, drop their tickets to £10 is a kick in the teeth to every North East non-league football club around us. Because, say if someone, I don't know, lived in the West End and thought, hang on, I'll take in Blythe Spartans this weekend. Mm. I'll take in Whitley B, alright? I'll take the kids. Alright, now... You're talking 40, 50 quid. It's not bad for taking the whole family out, right? Mm. I'll spend the same going to Newcastle United this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's just it's just like, well, what are you doing to it? You know, you, it, 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 it's just a... Oh, just grinds me gears. I, I, I can't be upset with Newcastle for doing no. it. It's not Newcastle United's fault because they can set whatever prices they want, but our hands are tied by the league. You know, but then again, Gated shouldn't have to undercut I, I, themselves I, I, I as well. I suppose the... It's just unlucky they were here at home that weekend. If we had been away that, that weekend, oh, yeah. no one, it makes no, no, one makes one no cared, difference. No, no one cared no. less. I mean, I didn't. I just. I, I would, I st- just would still. It would still. It would still for the, the whole. It was a really poor crowd. It wasn't. Wasn't the, the coldest of days, but I didn't realise Newcastle sent tickets for ten quid. 
which obviously it's 15 to watch us and then you, obviously you're not going to get anyone who's a uh, neutral who's a neutral going to come to us or a Newcastle fan going to come to us when they're at home mm-hmm. so I wasn't I, wasn't I know the argument you could say is that if you're a season ticket well, it was a cup game they could get into Gateshead for ten pound yeah. uh, you know but but still but still you know if you if you, if you yeah. didn't know about that and you're just the, the hovering about then it it is just a I mean, we're, we're, we're always going to live in their shadows, so there's nothing really going to do about that. We just hope they throw a bone. They yeah. Walk in and they don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, what you know, a friendly, a ten thousand pound, a ten thousand crowd friendly. Every yeah. every other every doesn't have to be every season. Every other season, throw us a bone, Newcastle. Give us a check. Give us something. Yeah. You know we, that we, that ten ten thousand uh, crowd. The money we could make off that could keep us going for for a. For a quite a part of the season, mm-hmm. through or a bone, please. Also, as well, if we put on a good display, it can say, "Well, I'll yeah. go and watch them on the off chance." And, uh, you see, and uh, like you know, we, we, like, you know, we've had some great players on loan from Newcastle and Sunderland and Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough, not so much in what I'm going to say here, but we've been shafted in friendlies by both Newcastle and Sunderland. Oh, yeah. They pulled out and went and sent a team, a first well, team, to I somewhere think, else think, when we've I had a, a, was, a, a friendly already penciled in. Was it not this season that we were meant to play Sunderland's first team? Obviously, um, Moisey mm-hmm. got sacked at Sunderland. We did them a favour. The drop in is... I mean, we've got Motherwell, which wasn't a bad friendly to get, to have. Yeah. But... Um, in the scheme of things, though... Yeah, I mean, I can sort of understand why Sunderland don't come down here because you, you're going to get your... Oh, you're gonna get, you're the, gonna get your hooligan yeah, element you're, coming you're to the you're game. At least but, anyway. um, but you you weren't planning on going that. No. Hey, <laughs> hey. Hey. But um, touche. You think and I can sort of understand that, but in Newcastle, I can't. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm never gonna slag Newcastle off. They're just over the road from my majority myself, but I just think they could do with the odd favour. Yeah. They never do. They never nah. never do. It's know? just it's just it's it's, it's unfortunate because as you see, if we hadn't been playing at home that weekend, it, it wouldn't. Yeah, be. It but wouldn't even, it, it would still it still grinds me gears that they drop the prices that low for every other club. I don't know how. I mean, we'll never know if that really did affect the crowd or, or just people. Yeah. Just thought I'm not going and, and I'd l- I'd like like someone to be honest and say it to us. I didn't go on because <laughs> for, for, not not because. I had to wash the curtains, or I was going to, uh, or, or my wife needed it, or, you know, just not, didn't give us an excuse, uh, 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 a rubbish excuse, just say, I wasn't at the game because, and the real reason. And then you can sort of look at why people mm-hmm. aren't turning up rather than just saying, no, no, you know, it, as soon as you ask people, fans, why they're not turning up, they get, uh, they, they get the hackles up and they get all offen- mm-hmm. uh, defensive, sorry, and uh, you know, we want to know why people don't turn up. That's what we want to know. Yeah, I mean, you know, atmosphere-wise, it, it, it's it's definitely improved. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, move back to the old clothesline. The the young lads, I don't know any of them young lads. Who, I mean, we, no. we don't go up the clothesline yeah. anymore. We're old men, aren't we, David? No, yeah. But uh, you know, the fair play to them. They'll try. I mean, even on Saturday when mm-hmm. I mean the second half, the once once got a goal down. Uh, it went dead, but you know, fair play to them young lads to try and uh, get get an atmosphere. Well, I think you know? we've got a message from Scott Langley again. I think he is one of those young lads. Was, was it both Solihull and Hartlepool away? Both were amazing. Also trying to get Chester away, which is great. Uh, the atmosphere uh, was amazing, and should want to get people uh, to come more. Exactly, that's what one tell your friends. I mean, that, that's the best word of mouth we've got at the moment. There's no advertisement uh, in the shops and things. 
because that's something I was going to bring up later on, but I'll, I'll re come to it after this uh, message from Tracy. She's put Tyne T's covered the away game. Look North didn't bother. Mm, um. So. Yeah, well, that's a bit disappointing. But Simon, at least somebody did anyway. Yeah, I know that. Got a chance to see the goals. You yeah. Know. Well, Simon, both me and you are slim world savvy, aren't we? Oh yes. Yes. Um, so both lost numerous stones with it, and um, see, I go to a slim world group, and um, we've got an advert for them because uh, I really enjoy it. We're not getting anything for this. It's just a, a favour for the girl that runs Slim We're World. We're not getting anything for it. No, not getting anything for <laughs> it. I might. I don't know. See if I can get out to rig the scales tomorrow. <laughs> see if I can get an extra pound off. But um, as I say, I know there's a lot of Gator fans do Slim World. So if you Ken Allen, he's working yeah, back this I, week, hasn't he? Well, there we go. So maybe we could turn this into a Gated Slim World uh, on a Thursday night if you want to, or say you'll hear in the advert when uh, Helen has other classes on. So this is um, for Slim World, and if you maybe a porky or Gated fan. <laughs> Take note. Are those pants a little bit tight? Is that shirt just nipping at the neck? And maybe your dress is just touching where it fits. Well, why not join Slim and World? It's fantastic. I can vouch for it. It worked for me. I've lost quite a few stone. And I did it at Helen Slim World Groups. And she's got a few to pick from. And if you'd like to join and have a little look and see what it's all about... You can go to Eaton Banks Village Hall on a Monday at 9.30am. Deanwell Avenue, United Reformed Church, on a Thursday, she has two classes at 5.30pm and 7.30pm. Both groups are absolutely friendly. Get along, meet new friends and also be inspired and get a new you. And you can contact Helen on 077 9609 And I tell you what... I've done it. I know there's a lot of Gated fans done it. You know, look after yourself and be inspired with Slim World. Well, there you go. See, do you fancy coming along tomorrow night, Thursday, Deanwell Church, um, or well, Deanwell Avenue on the. Uh, See the church there in Lowfell. Plenty yeah. other places do it. I'll go to Dunstan on it tonight. I've been to There certainly is. And how did you do? I lost two, David. That's twenty-six pounds so far since There we go. Well done. And you can see it. What a hunk of a man we've got here in the studio. I um, have a girlfriend, David. Calm down. That's, that's all right. <laughs> I, Unfortunately, so far, because uh, oh, you give me that look. I was, I was. It's like this, this morning, I woke up to a rush job to the hospital because we thought the baby was coming. Um, wow! So there was nearly a cancellation of the podcast today, but um, false alarm. Any excuse to get out in the podcast at times, you do. Oh, just, I know. Just I, because your wife's having the child. I know. Come on. What can I say? Well. Well, see, I'm doing my bit to get the numbers up again. Said, <laughs> what are yous doing? What are yous doing? So how are you? Do your bit, Gated fans. You can contact us at heed underscore army. Remember the game on Saturday, FA Trophy, Boreham Wood at home. It's important. Wembley, Wembley. As if, if a win there's only three games from Wembley? Oh, I couldn't. It's two legs to semis, isn't it? So I think I so, yeah. I can't remember, David. But, as I say, it's a, it's a golden chance when you when you uh, Tramier's out, Macclesfield's out. Um, is Wrexham out? Think so, yeah. yeah the, the, I mean, we're probably hitting the form team at the minute, Boreham Wood, who are. Yeah, that's I mean, that, uh, that's floor, uh, isn't it? Really good side. I mean, even if you know, if you come, to, if you're a neutral, 
Well, if you're neutral, why would you listen to this? But yeah, I know. Um, if you're neutral, that maybe it might be a decent game. You might get to see a decent side in Bowling Wood. Well, um, did uh, they beat us earlier on the season? They did in the two one. Was it Mickey Cummins's? Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, we did alright against them. Yeah, we we're, were, were competitive. See, we've been competitive against everyone. Just kind of finished them I mean, off. That that's may, a, that that's a problem. Maybe been Bromley, but but we digress. But yeah, um, we do. before um, we went to the advert there uh, for Slim World, remember get yourself along if you and it's if you buy Best Magazine, I think it is this week, you get free membership and the Sunday Mirror. The Sunday Mirror. So there you go. <laughs> um, right, get back to the serious stuff. Um, when uh, we were in the uh, later stages of the uni bond, even early stages. I think for a season and a half, there was posters out, there was beer mats in bars, mm-hmm. there was interest around Low Fell, Deccan, Bencham, Dunstan. Um, the crowds were probably better than what they are now at times for big for bigger games, mm. but the interest was there, yeah. and that was because people were seeing it in and around the shops, and we and we can talk all day long saying well South Shields are doing it and you know they're winning games after games after games so it helps but you know I think uh, that was hoping when uh, Ross come in to give us more progression about what's happened with the Gates at Seoul and, mm-hmm. and you know if we've got any coppers in the bank about getting posters made getting them out there and getting the fans getting the leaflets out there with the next five fixtures on and getting them in shop windows wherever and everywhere we can and you know as I say, it'd be interesting to hear what people think about that if they wanted that as well. Because um, I think you know, <laughs> it's a pivotal part in the season. It's a teetering point. If we don't start picking up wins, then it's going to be, it is going to be squeaky bum time, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we're at home a week after next. Aren't we? Mid- no, no. Sorry, we've we got walking on the Tuesday night next Tuesday. Ooh, I think we'll have and the, the calendar's probably all skewed with because of games that are walking, and then we've got. Uh, Maidstone and then Wrexham so we've got three home games off the belt two Tuesday night games obviously but mm-hmm. uh, again um, with Maidstone you know to say we should be beaten it is Wrexham's a tough one Wrexham aren't uh, you know they've stopped that. they were a nice football inside they're a bit hoofball now big strong I mean we know Manny Smith Sean Pearson at the back two, two rock rock solid players you know yeah Who, he'd love to have in your team but players you didn't like when you're playing against them you know? I know as I say we're just looking at the league table now I say, well, it's pointless even looking at the top Macclesfield's top it, it doesn't even concern us unless it's, we go on a run it's amazing that we beat them 3-0 you know, I know. start yeah. the season and they didn't look much of a sign and I, I don't know if you saw the the Wrexham uh, game I think what well, game was off against maybe been Walken and it poured down the snow and, mm-hmm. and what really well matched sites and then bang 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 it was 4-1 um, and Macclesfield you're thinking yeah. how did that happen but take um, your chances take yeah, your chances yeah, exactly, that's what it is you, you can play mundane and maybe I mean, not pour, pour down the snow it was comical where they were clearing the lanes and the grounds and he was very old school wouldn't take his hands out his pockets he was yeah. going at two miles an hour so they got a few um must have been people from the crowd to, to do the yeah. other side lanes and they, they had a six yard box and then the eight yard box and then the ten yard box because it didn't know the lanes <laughs> so it's not as easy as it looks out there gentlemen I tell you oh, it's not. and ladies well, sorry I mean, Tracy I, I mean you know, I, I said this last season Torquay are dead and buried um, in my think? eyes do you think yes I mean they're on 20 points rock bottom of the league they have only one game in hand on teams above them mm-hmm. uh, certain teams what, I mean them. you look at that I, I, you look at the uh, them and Gazi four wins all season. Yeah, that that's I mean, poor. You got 
Um, Sully Hull, who are at third bottom with only six wins on 24 points. But they've started to pick up, haven't they? They've yeah. Signed a couple of players this week. Mm-hmm. Chester, um, 26. Barron might get sucked in. I know they've got the AD Pennock there, um, but. Mm. Late Norian seemed to be very well. It looked like they had turned the corner a little bit a few weeks ago. Just in Edinburgh coming, did you see? I don't know if you watched the National League goals. That pitch is dreadful. Is it? Absolutely. But it was when we played them on the highlights. It, it looked uh, dead then. Um, but then there's us in Hartlepool, and Hartlepool. Um, if you've seen on social media and uh, other news outlets, it looks like they are 15 days from administration, which my heart bleeds for them because. Oh, it does. Um, you know. The, 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 it's a rivalry yes but it's a friendly rivalry they helped us out when we were at rock bottom when we had nowhere to play and I've got I'll always have a soft spot for Hartlepool whether they beat us 7-0 it'll hurt but mm. I still you know got a lot of a lot of time for Hartlepool I, and their I, fans I, I think when it comes to any side we've been we've been there we've been we've lot of money men have pulled out in the past and left us yeah it's hand dry the right, right words I don't know but when you're that close low and hanging pull, low and hanging I mean you know I remember uh, the, the last time we pulled money out and, and what they make up an excuse that the pitch wasn't ready for guys because it didn't have a side you know yeah. um, Derek Bell had, had put, put stuff on the pitch to get the game off you know it was, yeah. that's how bad things were back in I mean, I've seen, you know? seen, I think today, some one of their fans or fan groups, I don't know if it's the club itself or anything, they've, they've set up, they need £200,000 to save them for the season. Mm. Now, that, you know, it's a lot of money just for the end of the season, mm. you know, whatever happens after that. But I mean, they've got a good bunch, they've got a great set of fans, half, but they half. don't, when it comes to raising money, they, if, mm-hmm. if anyone can do it, they can do it, but they don't, they've had to do this so many plus, times. Plus, in the they've, past, got, they've got a celebrity stalwart there as well. Oh, Jeff Stanley's always going to help me. I'm yeah. sure they had a, um, they had, had a, they were advertising some sort of sportsman's dinner with him on, and it was only 45 quid a ticket, so it wasn't cheap, you know, so. Uh-huh. Uh, it is. It's awful to see, uh, especially it's a northeast club. You know, you didn't want to uh, unless it was Blythe. I, I would. I'm sorry. I would have no. Oh God! No, I would love uh, to see them in the Northern if Alliance. If anything if like bombed that. Bombed yeah. that place tomorrow. Yeah. I wouldn't. But um, Tracy Wilson. I'll I'll <laughs> see if I can get back uh, us get us back in the council news next issue. Uh, I'll email the lady tomorrow. Good That's one, great. Tracy. Good one. Uh, David Kenny, he's put awful uh, to see what's going on down the road at Hartlepool, but it'll be interesting to see if they get any, if we get any of their players. I'd take Donaldson. I wouldn't. I he hasn't done anything this season. Um, similar to what happened when we got Chandler from. I tell you who a player I would take from them, and that would be Cassidy. I would take Woods. I'd take Cassidy as well. He, 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 he was a handful. A, he did a good job against Theo at their place, but I just thought Theo let him. I thought in our place, there. he was. The, if anything was going to come from them, it was by him getting the ball. Oh, I like the centre midfield lad, Michael Woodward. I mean, he was at Chelsea with um, Mags, wasn't he? And he was yeah. at um, Harrogate. Harrogate Town, that's right. Uh, and he looked, he looked a decent player, you know. Yeah. Um, scored a great goal. Second, well, it was more the move than. Yeah, it was. It was, a lo- it was a lovely move. Scored two, two headers at the weekend for uh, Hartlepool as well. Yeah. But you know, there's a, there's a. But as I see, I, 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 you hate to look at anyone, so you're going to cherry pick the players, oh. especially when, especially when anything could happen. Yeah. You don't know. Um, but you know, I, I just fingers crossed everything works out for them. Because we we'll we'll probably took the wrong players when, when yeah. Dollywood should have went to Miller. You know. Yeah, I know. Those and Miller would have been a great. And again, we had two great centre at the time. Did we really need Ian Miller at the time? Nah. So. So who would you, who would you have dropped yeah, when you look at yeah, exactly, when you look when you look exactly. at what, what what they went on to do um, the following couple of seasons? Exactly. 
Um, but yeah, as I say, we still want to hear from you. We've still got um, about 10, 15 minutes left. Get in contact with us. Remember, we've got to push this game on Saturday. Um, you know, and as I say, hopefully Ross will be able to join us maybe next week or the week after when he's feeling better. And uh, say, we know that there was maybe um, someone else that was going to get involved with uh, Gated Soul and maybe get an event on hopefully before the end of the season mm. and we know uh, don't want to put anyone's names under pressure but we know this person has a background in putting events on a successful one so hopefully we can get one uh, in the name of the gated soul and hopefully get some money raised so what's and, his uh, name rhyme with? Uh, um, trike sow <laughs> not her but her <laughs> I thought we were going to say Pearl and Pac Williams no so. no no <laughs> Um, but no, hopefully, um, you know, we'll we'll find out if any, there'll be any developments from that, um, you know, coming up as well. So it'd be nice to see, you know, because it started off well at Gated Soul. Hopefully, we can start to make an impact on raising a bit of revenue and also getting people in on the home games because that's what we need to do. I, I just wanted to change the subject a little bit there, David. Yeah. Where, where's your co-pilot tonight? He's um, having to go to the. I don't want to give the, his wedding venue away. No, no, I, thought I read it on Facebook. Oh, is, it, is, it, yeah, is, it, got this, is it South Cozy Arch or something? Cozy Arch, uh, I yeah. think he's had to change his wedding venue or something. Oh, I may be wrong. So he's uh, having she, to go she, there. She hasn't bombed him out yet. Then. No, no, no. It's, it's amazing. Come on, Lauren, sort yourself out, Pat. Yeah. You're punching way above you. And uh, <laughs> um, Tracy Wilson's put Meatloaf as a Hartlepool fan, apparently. He was on Soccer AM and he pulled a name oh, out yeah, of right. That's okay, what that was. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know. Uh, we could probably do, if we could bump into a celebrity and get a gated scarf around them, we could say there again. Um, well, wasn't it? Wasn't that? Uh, was yeah, that, he did go to a game well, when who, he was on who, tour. Who was that last? Who was on um, Celebrity Big Brother? She was friends with um, Victoria Shaw. She, um, Shaw's his missus, and she she said she was a kids fan oh, only because okay. of John, you know. So. No, I can't remember. Um, um, but yeah, she was an ex model. So when she was must be friends with Victoria or something. Oh well. But yeah, um, still time to message us at heat underscore army or on the chat facility and um, just having a little look about this. Well, Arsenal Chelsea's nil nil. Wow. <laughs> See, yeah, there's people probably watching Arsenal Chelsea when we're on. I know. I mean, come on. It is. But um, yeah, as I say, um, we are going to hopefully do some more commentaries um, towards the end of this day. Well, probably not this month or next month because obviously baby could come any time. So I think my last would absolutely string me up and I'll be back in hospital late last week if I if I uh, attempt to put it Were you on. in hospital last week? You never mentioned it. I was, yeah. Gallstones. Gallstones is yeah, horrendous. Gallstones do you want on me? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, well, what can I say? That, Death and go into detail about the story, but I had the I had the endoscope down, okay, and uh, then Keep I has then I, put on that tail, I know man. then I had a suppository from the other end from yeah, a yeah. little Thai man with massive fingers, <laughs> <laughs> so I felt I, it was a man. I, uh, I now know what it is like to be yeah. well, like one of those bit roast pigs. Um, <laughs> so, was one of them lady boys that you're well known for? Like, no, no, we no, 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 no. Um, but as I swear, I, as I swear, I think Jeff Capes has a son in Thailand and he's working <laughs> as an. <laughs> just in the QE oh, um, so yeah massive fingers but uh, boggles, yeah. yeah it does it does <laughs> but uh, go on still time to message us you can do it you know what to do and um, also as well if you can let us know if there's any games that you want to pinpoint that you might like a commentary on let us know or something that we can maybe create an event um, we don't have to do the show it's, uh, the, the, the commentary itself we could maybe 
with the Gated Soul, maybe have a live show or, or some kind of showcase after a game in the bar. We can broadcast from there or something. But you know, we, we can work. It's it's not just going to be you know we're, we're an open plan really. We want to. It's what we can think and engage more people and get more people interested. Well, in, this in shows talking. for fans, isn't it? That's what it's it is. Called. That's what we want, and and ultimately to get more fans to the club. That's that's what it's all about. But um, talking about fans, I'd just like to wish Emma Carter and a happy birthday. She's nineteen. Today. Yeah, at, uh, one of the videos. Obviously, we've known her since she was knee height to a grasshopper, <laughs> and I, I had the photo popped up of an away game. I think <laughs> uh, she must have been eight, and she sat on my knee. <laughs> and uh, I say, uh, when did that happen? When did she just turn into? Yeah, a woman? exactly. Uh, everyone, even Rebecca, you know. Mm-hmm. We all thought they've been going on forever, and all of a sudden, nineteen. Wow! Right, right. Well, we, we, we mentioned this a little bit earlier on in the show. John C. Agnews, but sorry to sound like a parrot, but uh, what actually happened to the ground that was going to be built at the ground by Graham Wood? Right, I'll give you a breakdown of what happened. Okay, and then never mention it again after yeah, this because it, it it it's become a broken record that nobody wants to hear at all. Get a were going to go for a football club. They had funding um, in place. They had um, potential offices that were going to be let, a gym, a doctor's surgery, corners of the ground that were going to be used every t- uh, by companies and things like that. Now, if you cast your mind back seven, eight years ago, mm. there was a financial crisis. Funding was cut all over the place at the council, at lottery funds, at fu- everything. Now that, it was NHS. Uh, it? NHS because they were going to take. I think there was a doctor surgery and a couple of research, maybe research labs and and mm. you know a, a teacher classroom type things. And think we don't know exactly the ins and outs, but the NHS were going to take like a corner or at least one stand. I think there were take, I think it was going to be three levels of uh, offices. Yeah, and one of the levels was taken by the NHS. Yes. So <coughs> whether it was a a, a, a a surgery or something like that. So obviously funding got cut across the board therefore it wouldn't wasn't financially viable for Gator to build the ground when they didn't have tenants in place you're not going to build something if you if you know they're not going to be there remember a football club has to be able to run itself off what it owns and things like that obviously we're a different kettle of fish at the moment because we don't have a ground that didn't happen there was also I think one or two uh, members of the public in the local area where it was going to be built weren't happy that it was going to be built there which is fair enough you do, if you've lived there for 20 years you don't want a football ground looking into your back window mm-hmm. so that happened there also as well the council were had initially I believe how true or not had put in plan permission for a multi-storey car park because that's where the car park would have been because on a Wednesday night or Tuesday night nothing happens at the Civic Centre as on a Saturday or Sunday nothing happens at the Civic Centre so that would have been a money maker for the council a car park directly opposite the ground yeah. So these things all accumulated to that. Then you look at the upturn in fortunes of what happened the Wembley season. We were filling the place. The place was rocking. It shows you that that ground, when filled to a certain level, is a perfectly is a yeah when we're doing well is a perfectly acceptable place to play football. It's a good atmosphere. It works well. Unfortunately for Gator Football Club, we don't make money off the ground and I've just someone trying to ring us there I would have answered it if it had been my girlfriend but uh, <laughs> um, Doctor Who yeah um, <laughs> so that is the top and bottom of it That it just it didn't happen because of those events basically Tory cuts Dewey Agnew it was the cuts from the NHS 
and yeah. stop the ground people. So it, 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 I think any any sort of red tape with um, and a whole people complaining and, 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 would have been knocked on the head. And, and I believe there was uh, um, when we couldn't get the North Durham uh, playing fields. It had been suggested by the council who are redeveloping um, the area behind the sage. Uh, there was going to be a football ground maybe there also as well in, in near the metro centre in the development that didn't happen in around that area where there's going to be um, a sports village, I think, and uh, housing. I don't think that's come to fruition because I think the metro centres had their funding cut as well, I think, in different areas. So it, 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 it's a case of what could have been, what hasn't happened with us because at the top and bottom of it was we need 2,000 or 1,500 a game to be self-sufficient we're still way short of that why build a football ground if you haven't got that it's just it's common I sense all, as well also, I mean, like, with the council cut uh, building the ground and having gates the stadium could we have two so the council would think oh, are we going to close that one to yeah. build you one You know, and, mm-hmm. and you've got to think that as a council, the Gator Stadium is a sport for all. Yeah, a football stadium will just be for football only. Yeah, so there's, there's all those type of things, and um, you know, it's just uh, it's unfortunate for us. But yeah. that said, look at the Hartlepool game. Everything worked out fine. Now it was great. The only problem is for Gator Football Club is that yes, we had all them people in there. We had a great gate probably made good gate receipt off that as well unfortunately we didn't make anything off the food and that is the stumbling block well, and I mean, why and also as well if you're if you're the council knowing it and go well, well hang on it is our ground why shouldn't we make money off the so it it it's you've got it, to it's, sell a hell of a lot of pies to run a football stadium i'll tell you that you certainly have it's not just <coughs> a case of building it because yeah. think about it there's all them hidden things like ground maintenance exactly. you know exactly. all, all of a sudden you've got to pay for that then you've got the rates Water, staffing, heating, you've got everything that goes on that before you, before you start paying even insurances, before you even start paying for playing staff. So, you know, unless we get a, a massive windfall from Marcus Madison going for 20 million, <laughs> you know, yeah. something like that, then, you know, we've just got to get our heads out of backsides and concentrate I mean, I, on I, what I, we I, can I, do and get ho- people to the game. This is the end of the ground discussion because it's boring. It is. Absolutely. Well, Mickey Barris has joined the party. He's got. Uh, if you sent my work uh, rotor for work, uh, you could cover the games when I'm at work. That'd be nice. Me, 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 Michael. I know. Me, me, me. I'm working this weekend, so this Saturday would be nice. Uh, I'll give you a ring, Michael. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and when's the new edition due? Uh, well, any time, because we had a panic this morning. So I could be back at the hospital the night. Oh, when, when Andrew's come back. Oh, no, no. <laughs> And someone's getting political, saying only after Labour bankrupt with the country. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, as I say, that's you know we'll probably leave it there. And we'll see, we've had a bit of a rant, we've had a bit of a discussion. It would have been yeah. nice if that had been more obvious tonight. I know it's depressing. I know it's after the new year. I don't know what's on the telly tonight, but um, but once we will beat Bournemouth four 0 tomorrow, uh, sorry, at the weekend, mm-hmm. then we'll stuff walking. Then we'll go to Chester and win 87 nil. Oh yes, we'll have th- three thousand uh, listeners next. Exactly. Week. I mean, as I say, potentially if if we win what on Saturday, win on Tuesday, we're gonna you know we'll go a league win and the next round of a, a, a Wembley competition. Yeah. Bob's the, uncle fantasy the, rant. The league, the league table doesn't look good. You ha- you're looking over your shoulder, but we do have three games in hand. Yeah. But. Games around are no good unless you win them. And as I say, players have went out, so that does leave room for players to come in. 
Yeah. But uh, <laughs> what, what happened with the under 19s today? I forgot to mention them. The sorry. Oh, the under 19s. Sorry, yes, we did get a tweet from one second. I'll give him a special mention because that's out from Simon Garrity. He scores shout out to the under 18s who came from 2 0 down to win 3 2 in the cup away at Loughborough. And that's fantastic stuff. Well done. So, uh, did yeah. It, didn't we lose a player to uh, Scarborough recently? Is Tom White gone there? Tom White went on loan there and Green has went to... So, no, not Green, it's um, Burns. Burns, Burns has went to... Um, Frickley. Is it Frickley? So, uh, not the Yorkshire club, I think it is, yeah. So, but we'll, we'll get the fact right for the next one, don't worry. But we want you to get in Remember, I'm not having a go at anybody. It's, it's a depressing time. It's hard to talk about things and maybe stay positive on things. But you know, let's let's get behind the team, and hopefully next week, let's let's get ourselves you know pumped up and back into it. Because as I say, Simon just said there, win these next two games, and Who knows? Know, things look things looks you know a lot rosier. So um, we'll see you next week. Enjoy the game on Saturday. Let's get behind the lads. Get behind Steve Watson, and uh, hopefully we can get uh, into the next round of the trophy. Fingers crossed that something happened to you, David. No, all yeah. the best to you and your lovely misses. Well, this is still not due to the first properly but uh, you know I think it could happen sooner than uh, later but um, we'll keep you posted on that and we'll have the show back uh, when we can so uh, we'll see you next week uh, scheduled and um, if not I'll post about it don't worry so see you, and thank you to Simon for joining us tonight always a pleasure thank you Lisa see yeah. you later see you later bye you've worked so hard for all the things you have the salary the status the success and with that image there's a drink one to unwind, one to loosen up, one to take the edge off. But how do you know when a drink is more than just a drink? We get it. We can help. Karen's Grandview program has been helping accomplished people just like you regain their lives. Talk to us. Visit karen.org slash grandview. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods.